what's going on dfs trash talkers i'm your girl nita rodriguez thank you for tuning in as always we're back for another week of under the radar plays of the week uh week 13 in the nfl we got some decent games coming up um i decided to make this a little different and try to do this live because i'm always like writing my notes but i notice when i talk to you guys that i'm always like looking down looking away and i kind of want to communicate a little better um so this time i'm gonna do everything on the laptop so you're gonna hear the little clicking sounds and all that how they do it live for y'all on all these other sites like roto grinders osimo toy junkies you know uh four for four i i watch them all i personally watch them all i personally do you know within all the research i like to make myself competitive different see how they're thinking see how the field is thinking and you never just know. So I just wanted to actually do some, like change it up a little bit and and see what we can find um, researching together. Uh, this way, you know, once I figure out how to show my screen to you guys uh, while I'm doing this, I don't mind doing that as well. But I think I may need to get a little bit of permission to use some of the sites, except I think I have the, uh four for four analyst package so i'm able to use that one if i wanted to do it live but anyway uh we're gonna get these under the radar um plays together actually we're all doing this together so once again i am doing this live so forgive me if i mess up or two or whatever i never do this live but i think it's fun and i think um it's different and i want to pull up uh information that this this way you guys can see like I actually do be out here researching instead of just giving you guys what I write on some paper or whatever um and the reason why we're doing it different also is because I feel like if you at least see how um how I'm going about my research week in week out uh it'll help somebody else out there you know all this is free I don't charge anybody. I'm already paying for all this anyway. So all I'm doing is basically giving you guys the information that I'm paying for that you don't want to pay for. All right. So let's get into uh, our first pick. You know, I, again, I'm doing this live, so I haven't gone in and seen what I actually like or anything because once again, I want to do this together. Um, I am unsure... I think there's 11 games this week. Um, I think there's some weather issues. Matter of fact, let's pull up the weather. Let's see what the weather's like for some of these uh, some of these games. So the only two spots that seem to be troubling is the Arizona-Chicago game, which rain looks fairly likely, winds around 15 miles per hour, sustained with strong gusts. So that might favor the running game a little more so than the throwing game. Uh, but don't put too much stock into it because I've learned not to do that in NFL. And NFL is way different than baseball. So let's, I try not to like make it a habit of going crazy with the weather. Um, the New England Patriots Buffalo game. I'm not sure if that's on the main slate. Let me check. But it does have some weather concerns. Um, Pretty ugly stuff, as Kevin Roth put it. Temps near freezing, snow showers possible, winds around 20 miles per hour, sustain the start, uh, winding down through the game. It's not 
you can't throw the ball whether but longer throws and field goals will be impacted especially in the first half so that's all we got for uh weather wise for football everything else is green that's playing outside los angeles at cincinnati san francisco at seattle baltimore at pittsburgh and denver at kc so all those um look good as far as weather goes so we don't have too much to worry about when it comes down to that um I wanted to check to see if, yeah, so that the New England and Buffalo game is a Sunday night game, so we don't even have to worry about it. Um, I have tried to pull up some information on what I want to make our first under the radar play. Um, let's see, here we go. So let's just make sure, let me see what our games are this Sunday. So our games are Minnesota and Detroit, uh, the Giants at Miami, Tampa Bay at Atlanta, Chargers at Cincinnati, Indy at Houston, Philly at Jersey, Arizona at Chicago, and Washington at the Raiders in the last game, oh, in the last three games. <laughs> My bad, there's more than one four o'clock game. Uh, Jacksonville at the Raiders, San Francisco at Seattle, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. So those are our games for Sunday Slate. And I haven't gone through the grid IQ like I normally do um, to see who uh, could be flying out of the radar. Normally I do that after I start looking at projections just to see um, where uh, the field is gonna be at. I like to see that first. So anyway, let's go back to projections and I'm gonna go, I always like to start our under the radar off with a QB that is flying under the radar. So let me set it to Sunday's games and projection points. And so far it's looking like Lamar Jackson's gonna be our under the radar player of the week. Um, and that's mostly because he's playing Pittsburgh who, has a decent run defense, I feel, but not the best, uh, you know, secondary. Let's 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 see what they say about uh, QBs in Pittsburgh. That's how. And once I find the under the radar play that I like for the week, uh, especially one that is a, a stud, even though that stud hasn't been playing that well this season, um, sometimes you have to take advantage of that low ownership, especially for large field GPPs. And where are you at, Baltimore? Hmm. Okay. They're a four o'clock game. And I love four o'clock games because the four o'clock games, nobody likes to play them. So that's probably why he's flying under the radar like that, 4%. And that's on DraftKings. Um, he's looking at... He's looking at 14% on FanDuel. So Lamar Jackson's... Most likely just going to be a DraftKings play. I do like him on DraftKings, though, because he is 7,800. And on FanDuel, he's 8,500. So that that's a big difference. You know, it's about a $700 difference. However, uh, for him to fly under the radar on um, DraftKings is a little surprising because no, most of the time he's above 10%. So I do like him as a uh, DraftKings only play. The reason why we wouldn't use him on FanDuel is because he's above our 
10% threshold and we want to keep it to where he is under that uh, 10%. So I definitely like him um, on DraftKings. I do like that his pass attempts have picked up this season. He's had um, over the last... Um, they had him by week two weeks ago. So over the last one, two, three, four, five. Over the last five weeks, five out of six weeks that he's played, uh, he's had 32, 43, 41, 31, and 27. And that's a lot of times um, Baltimore has put themselves in bad situations, um, not taking, opportun- um, taking advantage of opportunities that they've had. Um, Pittsburgh uh, gives up the... 14th least, so they're right kind of in the middle of the pack, uh, versus QBs. And um, they've allowed 2,500, well, 2,579 passing yards on the season, which ranks 20th, which might not seem like a lot, but it's a lot. And the pack's success rate is 47%. Expected points added after the pass is 21 points. So, So that's the ninth most in the league. Um, the past success is the ninth most in the league. Um, they give up their middle of the pack and giving up passing touchdown percentage. Um, and they give up the fifth most, uh, tw- I want to say 20 plus yard uh, reception passes uh, for QB to uh, wide receiver. So we could take advantage of this. Again, not the most ideal. But he is flying under the radar, and I like that he's flying under the radar because any of any day, we already know he could turn it on. We already know that Mark can do his thing, and we shouldn't be scared of that. We should want to take a stance on, on certain situations. So I do like Lamar this week. He, again, he's ranked, he's projected to rank QB3. So in saying all that and giving you guys the overview of um, Pittsburgh's Um, defense over the last four weeks they've given up the eighth most fantasy points to QBs the second most fantasy points to running backs and the seventh most fantasy points to I'm sorry to wide receiver so Lamar Jackson he is our under the radar play of the week at QB let's move on and I like to give um, our second pick as a wide receiver or running back This week, though, the running back situation looks a little scary because there's a lot of games that are projecting for about seven plus or more runs. So that's like blowout central a little bit, which means like a lot of running backs are going to be in place and um, they're going to be basically um, in play. And it it could be a stud or not. Um, All I know is that it's serious this week when it comes down to it, mainly because it's wintertime now, you, you know, and uh, a lot of weather is in play as well as long as well as um, take advantages of the, the weaker defenses that we've noticed along the season. Right. So actually, we might have a, a running back to give you all this week. And I know it's it's crazy because, you know, some of the running backs Actually, your studs are going to be priced up, and that's just what it is. Um, they're going to be priced up because they have the the better matchups this week and a lot of injuries 
you know um so there's some values to put with your your stud running back um so our second pick for under the radar is going to be austin eckler and the reason why i'm picking austin eckler is because he's projecting at 6.4% 6.4% on DraftKings and 5.2% on FanDuel. Um, he cost 9000 on FanDuel and 8300 on DraftKings. I really like that 8300 tag because we know he can be priced up because he can go for two and three touchdowns. Um, he hasn't... Um, he hasn't... Um, well, last week he didn't kill it for us, but last week he wasn't my pick either. Uh, he's had... About three to four great weeks over the last five games. Um, last week, he had about, let's see, he had 15 rush attempts. Last uh, The following week, nine, 11, 15, 17, six. So the attempts are there. He's also catching out the back really, really good and a lot. So he's had nine, six, five, five, seven, ten 10 targets. The fall, that last week, he had no targets. I don't know what was going on with the Washington D, if he got hurt, if they were just that good that week and, you know, took Austin Eckler out the mix. But dude's been smashing, you know, and he's facing the Bengals. And um, when you're facing a team that gives up a lot of rushing yardage, you want to take the guy that, that we know can smash. And I'm trying to get to the grid IQ right now. Chargers are giving up the seven. I'm sorry, wrong. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati <laughs> is giving up the eighth most fantasy points to running backs on the season. Um, however, they have tightened up over the last four weeks and given up the eleventh least fantasy points to running backs. So. Um, but they're still giving up 20 fantasy points. And Austin Eckler is out here scoring 20 fantasy points. And as long as Herbert can get them to the line, he's always going to be in the red zone. He's always going to have the, you know, the one-yard score. He's always going to have that inside the red zone score. Um, he's going to get those targets. They utilize him for targets. You know, um, yes, they have um, Allen, but they use, they love to use a pass catcher running back, and Herbert's going to continue to use him. So we want to take advantage of that. So Austin Eckler is our under the radar play of the week, number two at running back. Our last play is going to be at wide receiver, and I like to use uh, pro football focus um, wide receiver. Matchup. I like to use player profiler as well just to find some underdogs. I love the Podfather. Um, you, if you follow my Twitter, I am always talking about the Podfather plays. Um, I like his emails that he send out weekly. Um, I'm subscribed to everybody, you know. I if if you do good, I fuck with you. If you know, if you're about helping, I fuck with you. It, because what I take from y'all, I give back to the community, the DFS community, and I just want them to eat too. So let's go ahead and get this pulled up because I like to look at the cornerback, um, cornerback wide receiver matchups on here uh, because of the way they grid it. I also like to look at um, Roto-Grinders and Player Profile because they're both um, player, Roto-Grinders is powered by Player Profiler. 
So I like to take what I can that Rotogrinders doesn't get at that and play a profile it doesn't give them and combine it all into one and try to figure out what I really like as far as matchup goes. Um, oh, I'm not signed in. My bad, because I'm like, what's going on? All right. So you guys already know I love my boy Justin Jefferson. I say him every week. I said him on the last podcast. He got you 40 fantasy points. So if you play uh, Justin Jefferson in week 11, because it wasn't, I didn't do a podcast week 12. This is week 13. um, Then you ate like a motherfucker. That boy had 40 fantasy points. He was smashing before halftime. So if you had him, cool. I'm sorry that Kurt Carr and all them, um, Kurt Carr and our, our other play, it did not do well. Sometimes we're not going to have plays that all hit. But if you took Justin Jefferson, you absolutely smashed that week 11. It was one of the best weeks um, in DFS Fantasy for me. Um, had a great, great week that week. Last week, you know, I've, I've been trying to rotate weeks just being that I'm the only person doing all this and giving you all this information. So... I just want to always make sure everything is uh, good to go. And if I burn myself out, then there's no way that I can, um, there's no way I can basically help anybody. So, uh, and looking at the ownership projections um, for wide receivers this week, Justin Jefferson is still flying under the radar and he's only 8,200. What'd that tell you? That, That should tell you something. It should tell you that he literally is, like, still not believable to people. He is facing the Detroit Lions. You know, if he is under the radar on FanDuel, he's just going to be our third play again. Okay? 7% ownership. Damn. But he's 18 on FanDuel. People paying attention over there. And he's still cheap. He's 8000 over there. But I can't make him an under-the-radar play over there. So we'll do, we'll make him an under-the-radar play for DraftKings because he is facing the Lions. We already know the damage he's going to do. So uh, let's take that 7%. And we're going to keep Justin Jefferson as our under-the-radar play for DraftKings. But I'm going to move along just because there's no reason to talk about the Detroit Lions. They're, they're like, oh, I'm whatever. So just take advantage of that. Um, let's go back to the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. The reason why I want to do that is because we have Deontay Johnson flying under the radar on both sites, and I like that. He's flying under the radar on FanDuel at 9%. He's flying under the radar on DraftKings at 5%. Deontay Johnson, we already know he's the speedster. He's the long, long-haul guy. He's the, I'm going to fly down to the end zone and get it done. So... On DraftKings, he's 6,800. On FanDuel, he's 7,200. Let's see what PFF is saying about him. Do they think he's a good matchup? Do they not? I might as well just type his name in. Uh, Let's see. Johnson. All right, so he has an average matchup between all defenders. But to me, I feel like Baltimore's secondary is horrible. You know, I don't, I don't feel like he has anything to be scared of. Um, let's see. He'll be facing Marlon Humphrey. 
um, who has a, let's see what Marlon has. I wonder why I won't let me see it. Where is mine? Think too small? Uh, let me zoom out. Here we go. Alright, yeah. So Marlon Humphrey has a lower uh, defensive grade than Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson has a better grade than all Baltimore defenders, so I don't see why it would just be an average matchup. But according to PFF, it is an average matchup, which is fine. We can deal with that. You know, um, we're, this is for large field GPP, so the risk is there, but the reward is so much better if we get it right. So we, we'll be all right with that. Uh, I want to go over to um, Grid IQ. And let's go back to that Baltimore game and look at their passing. Okay. So, y'all ready? Baltimore is giving up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers over the last four weeks. Only 17th most on the season. But the last four weeks has been telling because it ain't just been the last four weeks. Like, literally, it's been the last, like, month and a half. If I look at the passing stats of the Baltimore Ravens, they've given up 3,033, right? That's the third most in the NFL. Their passing success rate is a 66%. Their passing success rate in seven yards or greater is 53%. Seven yards or less. Those pass catching running backs tear them up every time. And that's your boy Najee Harris. Um, 75%. Passing touchdown rate is a 62%. 20 yards or more, 51 that's the most in the um, 51, 51 times. That's the most in the NFL. They give up that many on the season, 51. 20-yard um, uh, catches percentages, uh, catch percentages is 12%, third most in the NFL. Fire up your boy Deontay Johnson. You can even fire up Claypool almost, but I ain't going to take it there because he's not my under-the-radar pick. Deontay Johnson is on both sides. So... We want to take advantage of that. Overall, you know, um, Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, Baltimore has been having some issues. So has Pittsburgh. But guess what? It's week 13. Let's get this popping. Let's win this bag. I know you guys um, are always looking uh, for different ways to get takedowns. And these are your different ways to get takedowns, to be different, to be different from the field and correlate different. All right. So. That's what we got for you today. Make sure you're tuning in. Um, I've been rotating the weeks. I've been doing the best I can, but I love y'all for the support. I'm always putting information out there on social media. Make sure you're following our Facebook page at DFS Trash Talk. Um, The IG page is DFS Trash Talk. The Twitter page is DFS Trash Talk. And if you can't reach me on any of those, you can reach me on my personal Twitter at Nita's World underscore. Also, make sure you join the DFS uh, Wolfpack page. Uh, me and my moderator friends, we're always there to help you guys. Um, look for us at DFS Wolfpack. Um, they will critique your lineups. People give out information in there. If you need help with other sports, whether it be NASCAR, NBA, PGA, like we do it all. So make sure y'all tuning in and make sure y'all always um, 
looking out for the free plays. The free play is only for Superdraft and FanDuel, mainly for FanDuel, for the other sports. Um, yeah, mainly for uh, the other sports um, where I give out other free plays as well. Um, having a moment here. But, um, yes, so uh, tune in again. For our next episode, whether it be next week or the following week. But I'll do my best to get it out there for you guys. The reason why I had to put these out on Saturdays is because the ownership projections are not right on Thursdays. And yes, I lost a lot of views. I hate it. But if you support your girl, you already know DFS Trash Talk isn't going anywhere. And I'm here to help you guys any way I can with this free content. So... I'm your girl, Nita Rodriguez. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We out.